10th chapter. Let's go back there. We, we're going to know that by heart after a while. Second Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verses 3 through 5. Amen. I trust that you all had a, a good Labor Day. Hope you didn't labor too much. But you had a good Labor Day. Amen. And that uh, you enjoyed your day. And uh, I told you all Sunday life can be kind of rough. It can be tough. It can be challenging. It can be hard. It can be all of that. But thank God. Amen. He's given us. He's kept us clothing in our right mind. That's all that counts. Amen. The rest we can handle. I believe the rest we'll be able to take care of. Second Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Second Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Uh, get your Bibles, get your notepads, get everything. I want you to do some writing tonight. Second uh, Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verses 3 to 5. And it says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. That's what, we're doing. That's what we've been dealing with. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Tonight we're going to deal with corrupt reasoning. Corrupt reasoning. When we deal with reasoning, of course, we're dealing with thinking, uh, interpretation, logic. We're going to deal with that. Corrupt reasoning. Corrupt reasoning. All right. Let's start off with cor corrupt thoughts and imaginations will battle for dominion in your mind. They war against the positive, innovative, and creative ideas, dreams, and aspirations the Holy Spirit wants to impart. I want you to get that because that's going to be very important tonight. Corrupt thoughts and imaginations will battle for dominion in your mind. The mind is a very powerful thing, all right? And, and that's what the devil is trying to battle. He's trying to take dominion over our minds, all right? He's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to wear the saints out. <laughs> but how many of y'all know the devil is a liar? Because we have some positive, we have some innovative, we have some creative ideas and dreams, and we have aspirations that 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 the Holy Ghost has imparted within all of us, and uh, the devil is trying to battle you. He's trying to battle your mind so that you won't fulfill what God has for us. Let me say that the great successful men and women of the world have used their imaginations. So nothing's wrong with imagination. Um, they think ahead and create their mental picture and then go to work materializing that picture in all its details, filling in here, adding a little there, altering here and there, but they, they are steadily building. And if this is ever a time, can I say this to all of us, if there's ever a time that uh, we should be innovative and creative and, and coming up with some stuff. Now's the time. <laughs> Amen. Now, 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 now is the time. Great successful men and women. All right. They use their imaginations and, and, and you have to fill in here, add a little there, take away from this, add to that. But the bottom line is they, 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 they steadily build. And so this is the fruit of positive imaginations we all want to live in, positive fruit of imagination. Because we already know that futile or vain or pointless imaginations, they must be cast down. 
okay? We have to cast down all vain and pointless imaginations. One of the things and another key thing that I want you to know tonight, and, and it's going to be very important in our study for tonight, is that the most challenging struggles of life are within. I think if we get that, I think if we get that, we can get the rest of it. It's not on the outside. It's within. All right. Our struggles of life are within. Believe it or not. Okay. They are within. Okay. And that's very important. I want y'all to write that down. I want you to get it. Because the struggles of life, the most challenging struggles of life, are within. You know, there was a time when the thoughts of men were evil continuously. The fact of the matter is their minds were systematically corrupt by corrupt reasoning. I want you to go to Genesis, the sixth chapter, verse number five. Let's go through this tonight. Genesis chapter six, verse number five. It talks about the days of Noah talks about the days of Noah. Genesis 6 and 5. And look what it says. It says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That Every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And so, and so just, just, just that fifth verse let us know that uh, this is evidence that hollow imaginations always turn toward evil. Uh, evil that steals, that kills, and that destroys. That, well, Hold on, what did the devil come to do? The devil came to steal, he came to kill, he comes to destroy, okay? Uh, he, he, he wants to destroy the mind. He, he wants to destroy everything that God has, has planted within us. And so every imagination of the thoughts of, of man's heart, it was just continually evil. But then glance down at verse number seven. Look at verse number seven of that sixth chapter. It says, and the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have, cre- have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. Now, 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 verse number seven is very important because when I look at verse number seven, I, I can't help but see that that the Lord was grieved because these people, these people did not cast down their tainted thoughts or their contaminated, their polluted thoughts, but rather they chose to walk in them. How, how many of y'all know that God, 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 God has a God gets to a point where he becomes tired, he becomes frustrated with man. And when man want to continue to do it his own way, God, and we're going to see later on, we're going to see that, 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 yes, God is a loving God. God is a patient God. God is a faithful God. Johnny, we need to understand God gets tired. <laughs> he gets tired of the foolishness of man. Okay, and so and so this 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 teaches how dangerous imaginations can be and the power of them to lead into sin. Now, now some of y'all, I know some folks say, well, no, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and that with the burning fire. And I'm on my way to heaven, and I'm so glad the world can't do me no harm. I'm too close now to my journey's end. Don't get beside yourself. Don't get beside yourself. Amen. Don't get beside yourself because the devil has never before. He's working on the mind. He's working on the mind. Okay. He's working on the mind. 
And so this verse number seven, it teaches how dangerous imaginations can be and the power of them to lead to sin. And then there was another group. There was another group of sin-marked people. I'm going to deal with this real quick. Because Jeremiah described as, 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 as ones who entertained evil imaginations. And, and, and here's the result of that was they slid backwards instead of walking forward with God. Okay? And how many of y'all know that's what the devil wants us to do? He wants us to go backwards. He don't want us to move forward. He wants us to go backwards. Uh, 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 go to Jeremiah, the seventh chapter. Come on, this is Bible study. Get your Bibles. Jeremiah, the seventh chapter. Now, I put it on the screen for those who may be inconvenienced and can't get to their Bibles. But the rest of y'all, I want you to have your Bibles. When we go back to church, I'm going to have you bring me your Bibles and I'm going to look at it, see if you done marked them up. That's what I'm going to do. See if you marked them up. Jeremiah, the seventh chapter. Uh, let's start at verse number 23. Verse number 23. Look what he says. He says, but this thing commanded I them, saying, obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people. And walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. All right, so there's a promise. God is saying, if you do this, I'll do this, I'll do that. If you obey, all right, then, then there's certain things that I'm going to do for those that obey. But then when you look, when you look at verse number uh, 24, look what it says. But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the councils and in the imagination of their evil heart and went backward and not forward. So in other words, what he was saying was they hearken not, they walk in their counsel. In other words, their own advices. <laughs> they walk in their own direction. Watch a person who always counsel themselves. <laughs> watch them anytime you find a person who always counseling themselves they are walking in their own advices what they think they're going in their own direction and so consequently what ended up happening when we do that look what the Lord spoke to Jeremiah is in the imagination of their evil heart that they went backwards and not forward. And so today people do the same by following, watch this, carnal thoughts and imaginations. Now remember I told y'all at the beginning, imaginations are not real. What's in your head is not real. Okay? It's not real. A lot of people are following, following carnal thoughts and imaginations. All right? And never in modern history have there been so many people tormented by corrupt imaginations. I mean, y'all know the devil will torment you. Come on, we're going to get to it in a minute. I'm going to show you it. He'll torment you, especially, what's this, especially the believer. Huh? Especially the believer. He'll, he'll, he'll try to torment us. But I want you to just write down Isaiah 33 and 6. Write down Isaiah 33 and 6. Isaiah 33 and 6 says, wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. How many of y'all know we need to be stable? Now is not the day and the time to be unstable. I'm just going to just teach it like it is. Now is not the time to be wavering in our faith. Now is not the time to be wishy-washy. Oh, no, now is not the time. But he declares wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. And so, and so if we do not submit our minds to the word of God, we will never be stable. I'm going to say it again. We'll never be stable. 
those of you that's on now, you like the word because you're here. <laughs> but I would encourage you stay in the word. Don't 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 get distracted. And I know we're all busy, and we all you know it's a lot going on, and with 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 work and with kids at home in school and babysitting and doctor's appointment and this that and the other. Make sure you find some time to get into the word of God. Stay in the word, okay? Because if we don't submit our minds to the word, we'll never be stable. And, 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 and if we walk out evil imaginations in our carnal nature, we will be unsound in all our ways and not able to live the life that God wants us to have. Now, 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 notice what I said. If we walk out evil imagination in our carnal nature, okay? This old flesh, somebody slap your flesh. Hit your, hit, hit your flesh. Hit it. Hit it hard. Hit it, hit, it, hit it hard. This old flesh, Paul says there's no good thing in this flesh. Yeah, okay? And, 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 and because there's no good thing in this flesh, uh, uh, if we let our minds just go, okay, uh, uh, we'll be unsound in all of our ways. And so therefore, God does not want us to be unstable. He wants us to be well-grounded. God wants us to be sober-minded. God wants us to be righteous. And, and, and we can do that by knowing his will, his ways, and his word. If you want to be stable, if you want to be sober-minded, if you want to be well-grounded, I, I, I challenge you to know his will, his ways, and his word. All right? He does not want us, like those that Jeremiah described, walking out corrupt imaginations. He wants us to walk in the light. Okay? Write down St. John 8 and 32. <laughs> the Bible says that you shall know the truth, and the truth shall do what? Set you free. When you know the truth, the truth will set you free, and then stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has set you free. Don't let the devil play with your mind. Don't let him play mind games with you. All right? Don't 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 let him do it. All right, let's 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 examine. Let's examine the voice. Watch this. Of an imagination a little more closely because remember what God stated before the flood. Watch this. He said, let's let's go back. He said, Man's imaginations were always evil continually. And those images, because that's all imaginations are, just images, were leading them away from him. Okay? They were leading, the images were. Remember I told you we had a lesson on, what was it? Take down the pictures. <laughs> Remember we dealt with images. Because if we're not careful, Images will lead us away from God. But then I, I, I want to go to the New Testament, okay? Because in the New Testament, those with reprobate minds are the same. Go to Romans, the first chapter. Come on, go to Romans, the first chapter. Let's deal with this. <clears throat> Romans, the first chapter. Verse 28. Let's start at verse number 28. Let you find it because it's, it's something in there. Because, then, because Paul, he picks it up. Look what he said, verse 28. He said, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. 29. I want to name some of this stuff. 
said, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy. <laughs> let, me, let me let my slide keep up. Full of envy. Murder, debate, deceit, malign malignity, whispers, that's gossipers. Okay, he put the gossipers, gossipers in the same boat as the rest of these folk. Okay? Backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. I mean, you see what happened? The devil will make you start inventing stuff. Inventors of evil things. Oh, oh, wait, disobedient to parents. <laughs> I wish some young folk was on here. It says, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implicable, unmerciful. Now, when you look at this list, when you look at this list, these people refused to submit to God's word. Okay? And under the old covenant, watch this, he destroyed all mankind except for, remember, Noah and his family. So in other words, God got tired of their foolishness, walking in their own way, walking in their vain imagination, and so therefore, he, 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 he said, okay, you're going to refuse to be obedient to my word. I'm just going to give you up. Now watch this. I'm going to give you up to your own self. That's basically what God did. He gave them up to be in control of their own lives. How I many of you all know, my God, that if we were in control of our own lives, it would be a total mess. Now, nah, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Some of us messed up and we got God. <laughs> Y'all didn't like that, but it's the truth. Some of us messed up and we have God. Some of us are struggling and, 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 and we have God. Could you even imagine if God was not on your side? If you had to make every decision on your own, could you imagine if you didn't have no conscience? Come on. Come on. I need to talk to some real people tonight. I don't need to talk to, you know, y'all done went to heaven and been glorified and come back. I need to talk to some real people. Really, I need to talk to some real people. Just think about it. If God wasn't on our side, if we did not know him, okay, we, 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 we're no better off, come on here, we're no better off than, than, than the ones that Paul talked about in the first chapter of the book of Romans. Because the fact of the matter is, if you go through that list, uh-oh, I'm not going to have you do that as a homework assignment. Don't worry. You do it if you want to. But go through that list and circle, wait a minute, what still applies to you. Ah, come on here, somebody. You, you, you might say, I don't do one. Come on here, somebody. I, I, I don't fornicate, but I'm, I backbite a little bit. Okay? I don't backbite, but... I got a proud spirit. Okay? Uh, uh, I'm unmerciful. I'm disobedient. Okay? He, he, he has the list here. And so what happened was, when these people refused to submit to God's word, he just destroyed mankind, everybody except for Noah and his family. But, 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 but what's this? Somebody ought to say, thank God for the new covenant. <laughs> the old covenant was he destroyed them. The new covenant, and when we say covenant, all we say is, all I'm saying is a promise, an agreement, basically. The new covenant, here's what he did. He turned them over to themselves. Now somebody said, now wait, I don't know. That might just be just as bad as, 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 as wiping us out. No, it's not. No, it's not. And, 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 and here's the reason. Here's the reason why it's not, because God has made us free moral agents, think about it, to make decisions. But he says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Galatians 6 and 7. 
for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So now watch this. By the fact that he allows us to be free moral agents, he allows us to sow how we desire to sow. Come on. He, he don't make us sow a certain way. He allows us to sow. But one thing we know, whatever we sow, that's what we're going to reap. All right? And then, and then he goes on, and then, and then Paul goes on to say, in verse number eight, he says, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Now, 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 now that soweth to the flesh means those that always want to satisfy their flesh. Okay? You're going to reap flesh. You're going to reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Okay? And so under the new covenant, he turned them over to themselves, but then he let them know, you're going to reap whatever you sow. So we got to be very careful what we allow this little mind to get us into. Because fact of the matter is, whatever it get us into, how many of y'all know this mind to get you into something and then act like they don't know how to get you out of it? <laughs> you got not ready tonight. You got not ready tonight. I said, this mind will push you. It will. Especially, wait, 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 wait. Watch this. Especially when we have corrupt reasoning, tainted reasoning, it'll push you out there and then don't tell you how to get back. Because that's the battle of the mind. Okay? And so, and so understand something. It's one thing to know the word of God, but it is another to love, covet, and hold fast to the word of God. See, some folk know it. I mean, you know, it's one thing to quote scripture. Okay, a lot of people know how to quote scripture, but how I many of y'all know we're living in the day and the time now just quoting it don't mean nothing because the devil can quote scripture. In fact, the devil knows more scripture than you know. Okay? Even the devil, his fallen angels, even the fallen angels, they know the word of God, but that is not enough. Notice what he said earlier in the text that we were reading. He says, even as they did not like to keep God in their knowledge. In other words, they didn't even want to retain the knowledge of God. And we're living in that day, you all. We're living in that time now. Okay? God gave them up. He gave them over. Okay? And so these people's minds were defiled because they were slaves to their own imaginations. Don't become a slave to your own imagination. I'm going to say it again. Don't become a slave to your own imaginations. God turned them over to an evil mind because they chose to walk out their imaginations rather than submit them to God. Can I please help us? We need to submit our imaginations, <laughs> our thoughts to God. All right? Because scriptures, scripture declared that they were filled with all unrighteousness. They were filled with it. They even invented new forms of evil within their imagination. Your mind is a powerful thing. I'll say it again. Your mind is a powerful thing. Okay. Notice something else the scripture says. Romans 1. Let's go back to 1. Don't, 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 don't leave Romans 1. Some people don't like this scripture that we talk about reprobate minds and all that stuff. And some people don't like that. But you need to hear it. <laughs> all right. Look what in verse number 32 it says. It says, who, who, knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same 
but have pleasure in them that do them. So, so notice what he's saying here. Their mind is so far gone until they know. They know the judgment of God. They know that what they're doing is worthy of death. <laughs> you see what the devil will do to us? And then wait, not only, here's what this scripture is saying. Not only do they know, but they take pleasure in other folk that's doing it. Yeah. Okay. This, this is the destination of corrupt thoughts and imagination is spiritual death. That's the destination of it. Okay. And so, Lord, everybody put your head, put your head on your mind, wherever your mind is. I think it's right here. And say, Lord, help my mind. Come on, Lord, help my mind. 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 Then there's something else. Let's talk about hidden agendas real quick. Let's talk about hidden agendas. And this is very important. Because tainted imaginations are the birthing place of hidden agendas. It's the birthing place of hidden agendas. Corrupt imaginations. It's the birthing place. Okay? If, 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 if you have deceitful motives in your life, for example, you will try to make others fit into your imaginary world. That's why some people can't get along with other people. Because they try to get people to fit into their imaginary world. How many of y'all know we living in the real world? Let me tell y'all something. What's going on now is the real. We ain't got time to be living in no imaginary world. You, you, you don't have time for that. When you look at the news and, and, and look at what's going on all around us, this is we're living in the real world. Okay, but the devil wants us to live in an imaginary world. It's almost like those that, you know, how you go on vacation and, and my God, you might be gone for a week and maybe you're blessed to go for two weeks and how wonderful it is and you ain't got to do nothing. You just walk to the beach. You just have fun. Go out to eat. Just have a hallelujah good time. And then when it's time for you to pack, to get ready to come back home, huh? how many of y'all, don't admit it, but how many of y'all said, oh my God, this was just, you know, this was great, but back to the real world, back to life. And, 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 and you got on that plane and you got home and you, you were glad to see your loved ones. It looked like three minutes after you saw them, you was ready to turn, don't nobody admit it, but you, you were ready to turn back around and leave again. That, that, that was the imaginary world, vacation. I mean, that, 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 I mean, it's the world, but that wasn't your real life. All right. And so it is. Okay. But listen, when, when we walk out concealed or let me say secret plans strife always follows okay look what paul said come on go to romans 7 romans 7 y'all should be close to it romans 7 and, 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 and 22 paul says for i delight in the law of god after the inward man now, I want to give you time to highlight that. I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Now, now here's what I want you all to understand about the inward man. The inward man is your born-again spirit. That is the real you. <laughs> all right? That's the real you. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. I want you to get that. The inward man is your born again spirit. 
Now, now everybody on here, I believe, have been born again. All right? And so, so when he says, for I delight in the law of God after the inward man. In other words, my inward man is the one that delights in God's word. I don't want y'all, I want y'all to catch this. Okay. But then notice what he says. In verse 23, he said, But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my what? Mind. And, and look what it's doing. It's bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. I don't want you guys to miss this. I don't want you to miss it. Get ready to write. Paul said there's four laws. <laughs> write that down. Write it down. You have the law of God, the law of, he says, my mind, he says the law of sin, and then he says another law. <coughs> the law of God, watch this, right. That is the moral law, the moral law. The law of God is the moral law. The law of my mind, huh? That's that 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 that's the conviction of the believer. the conviction of the believer. The law of sin, it just speaks of evil. <clears throat> and then Paul says, and there is another law, which is, watch this, of the flesh, which is in alliance with the law of sin. So, so the another law Watch this. Is the law of the flesh, which is in alliance with the law of sin. So it is the another law that brings him into captivity of the law of sin. All right? Which is another way of saying that Sin has gained control of him through yielding to it. How many of you all know when we sin, we have to yield to sin? I'm going to make this very plain. We have to yield to sin. Now, I know the Bible said we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I understand all of that. But, but when we sin, watch this. Notice I said when we sin, and, and I, I'm going to be very plain about that. Notice I did not say if we sin. I said when we sin. Because the Bible said if anybody said that they sin not, then what? They are a liar. We all sin and come short of the glory of God. Okay. But we have to understand that when we sin, we must yield to sin. Okay? Once again, he gives us that choice. And so, and so, and so this, this captivity that Paul is talking about, it also speaks of it speaks of addiction to, to doing evil. You know, some people just addicted to doing evil. Some people just get, they, they got the I can't help it. Let me give you an example. Let's see. And, and habitual liar. 
Some folks just can't tell the truth. Some folks lie, don't even have to lie. <laughs> Y'all don't know nobody like that. I know you don't know nobody like that. But they, they, they just lie just to be lying. Just, just, just don't even have to. <laughs> now, now, we understand a lie. I'm sure not Terry and God's sight, and you know, we don't lie. Okay. But why would you lie and don't even have to? Habitual liars simply manifest, watch this, being captive by the law of sin. That's all it is. They're just held into captivity. So, so, so watch this. If you know somebody who's in a habitual liar, then understand, this will help us now, understand where it's coming from. This person has been taken into captivity. You can't beat it out of them. Oh, y'all ain't going to. Come on. You, you can't fuss it out of them. They've been taken into captivity. You know anybody that just got to steal? Got money and will go in the store and steal. You have money. Why are you stealing? And then you get caught and say, why are you still? I don't know. Think about it. I don't know why I stole. I don't know why I stole that. I just don't know. Think about it. And you know what? Really? They don't know. They really don't know. This is what I'm trying to get us all to see and to understand. They got a pocket full of money, but go and steal a snicker. Walk out the door. Officer come out, bring them back in. Why are you steal this snicker? I don't know. They really don't know is what I'm trying to get y'all to see. And here's why they don't know, because they have been taken captive by the law of sin. And how many of y'all know there's only one thing that can handle sin? Come on here, somebody. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the only thing that can handle sin. And so... <laughs> And so watch what happens. Paul discovered a spiritual war released within his imagination. He, Paul had to discover that. That there was a spiritual war released within his imagination. And then later he wrote our text. That the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. In other words, the warfare against our minds. Let y'all digest it. Here it is. So that just simply means that the most important step toward freedom and winning the war against your mind is to recognize when a corrupt imagination approach. You got to be able to recognize it. Recognize it. When it approaches, recognize it. That, that's the key. Because every strange thought that enters your mind needs to be examined. I'm going to say it again. Every strange thought that enters into your mind, it needs to be examined. Consider its source before entertaining it. You just can't entertain everything to come to your mind. Consider where it's coming from. And, and, and let me let you know, vain imaginations are easy to recognize if you decide to pay closer attention to your thoughts. Because watch this, because they are contrary to God's word. If it's contrary to God's word, then you already know it's a vain imagination. But now wait, if your thoughts are all over the place, and I'm going to get to that in a minute, I'm going to get to it in a minute. If your thoughts are all over the place, 
then you're not going to be able to recognize because you have nothing to compare it to because your thought pattern is all over the place. Somebody type teach, Pastor. Teach. teach. And, and so consequently what ends up happening is whew, it, it starts releasing fear, rejection, and, and insecurity. See, because your thoughts are going like this. And so therefore, come on here, you get a strange thought. Your thoughts is like this. You, you don't got time to examine the strange thought. You're trying to get your thought pattern back together. Okay? And so you don't compare it to the word of God, and consequently that's how the devil just slips things in. He just slips things in. Just slips them in. And then consequently what ended up happening, now you have fear, rejection, and you have insecurity. What did the scripture say? What did the scripture say? Let's put some more scripture on it. Write down Romans 12 and 2. You guys know that by heart. And be not conformed to this world. Now, I need y'all to understand. If we're going to keep our minds straight, we cannot conform to this world. That, that word conform means adapt. Try to fit in. Try to follow the world. We, we, we just can't do it. Okay? He says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. That word transformed means changed. It means altered. Be transformed. Be changed by the renewing that word renewing mean reviving restoring revamping sometimes these minds come on here need to be revived they need to be restored they need to be revamped <laughs> sometimes anybody that knows anything about computers Sometimes these minds need a reboot. Don't you wish you could just turn your mind off, unplug it, plug the plug back in and hit the switch again and just let it start all over? Hmm. It's like on your computers, when you don't have enough memory in your computer, once you start running all those programs and different things like that, your, your computer will start running slow. All right? If your computer is running slow, maybe you need to reboot it after Bible study, not while I'm teaching. And then sometimes it'll lock up on you completely. And you don't want it to get to that point because that's bad, because that can damage the hard drive when it locks up. All right, Pastor, what are you talking about? The devil wants so much in our minds, he wants us to lock up. He don't want us to reboot. He don't want us to be transformed. He, my God, he don't want us to be restored. He don't want us to be revived. He don't want us to be revamped because he knows that if some of us get revived and revamped and restored, he already know he in trouble. So he want to, he want to lock us up, lock this brain up. Okay. But somebody say the devil is a liar. He says, you be renewed. Come on. Transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. All right. All right. I want to deal with something else. I'm going to deal with something else tonight. I hope you all writing this speed course tonight. Because I want to deal with, I want to have to deal with this power choices. Power choices. Power choices power choices. When when vain imaginations attack, I, you have to take them captive okay, by, by referring them to the word of God. Put the word on them. Put the word on all of your vain imaginations. You, you, you must recognize what, what imaginations are. You have to recognize what imaginations are. 
Imaginations are simply an attack on the purpose of God for your life. It's just an attack on the purpose of God for your life. Now, if you really don't care about God's purpose for your life, don't worry about it. Let your mind go free. <laughs> but, 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 but that's all it is. Imaginations are just simply an attack on the purpose of God for your life. And so, and, and, and so to win the war, you must use your power of choice and choose not to dwell on them. Don't dwell on it. Lord, I can just only imagine if these wildfires don't slow down, they're going to end up in Spring Valley and I'm going to have to evacuate and then my house going to burn down. And, and, and why am I taking myself through that? That's an imagination. Guess what? It ain't fact until it happens. This is what I'm trying to get you guys to see. We stress on so much stuff. That's vain imagination. But Pastor, that's not vain because, you know, the fire is real close. You know, it's a thin line between, you know, uh, doing this and doing that. Stop thinking the worst. Come on, that's with the devil. That's how he brings fear. Remember, imagination is just a picture. It's not true. I'm going to die. You're not dead. It's vain imagination until you die. <laughs> Come on here, somebody. I'm trying to help somebody. <clears throat> power choice. Everybody say power choice. You, you choose not to dwell on, 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 on that. You must, you, must, you must opt to hold them captive. Imagination, you ain't going to hold me captive of something that can happen. Huh? You, you have to opt to hold them captive and make, here we go, here we, here's how you're going to do it. Oh my God, here's how you're going to do it. Make them obedient to Calvary's blood-stained cross. Tell them, imagine, tell your imagination, I'm going to put the blood on you. Choose to declare what you're going to do. Choose. I need everybody. Ah, my God. I, I, we need to make a declaration here tonight. We, 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 we need to make a declaration. That's what we need to do. We, we need to make a declaration. Here's the declaration we need to make. We didn't say, I'm going to make every imagination. I'm going to make every imagination and every thought obedient to Christ's word. You got to declare it. You got to declare it. <clears throat> I'm going to make every imagination and every thought obedient. <clears throat> Devil didn't want me to find the slide, but I'm going to find it. No, he didn't want me to. But guess what? How many of y'all know the devil is a lie? I'm going to find it because I want y'all to make the declaration. And here it is, right here. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to make every imagination, every thought obedient to Christ's word that I might test what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to leave it up so you can declare it. Declare it. Yes. Guess what? It's going to be a fight. Ah. But we have to fight the good fight of faith against your mind. But guess what? We can win every time. We can win. But we have to make the right choice. Scripture teaches us to act like born-again believers, not unbelievers. Let's act like it. 
Ephesians 4, 17, write it down. He says, this I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Don't walk in the vanity of your mind. The world has their standards. They have their values. They have their habits. They have their arguments. But all of it is based on empty thinking. Vanity of the mind. And so scripture is telling us the believer is not to pattern his or her life after this. Okay? Unbelievers walk in the emptiness of their minds. That is the kingdom of unproductive and corrupt imaginations. We are not like unbelievers that are bound with hollow thoughts and corrupt visions. Get yourself a vision. Okay? We are free. And we can choose to renew our minds with truth. Come on, renew your mind with the truth. The devil's bringing in a lie. You renew it with truth. The devil said you're not going to make it. You're not going to survive. Come on, put some truth on it, that you're more than a conqueror. Huh? The devil's telling you that don't nobody love you. Don't let that, don't choose power choice. Don't nobody love you. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Nothing shall separate us. The devil's going to say, you're getting ready to go under. Look at your paycheck. You just lost your job. Uh-uh, get ready, get ready. No. Come on, put the word on it. My God shall supply every one of my needs according to his riches up in glory. You're sick, devil. Uh-uh. By his stripes, I'm already healed. That's how you do it. Put the word on it. Put the word on it. Because vain imaginations darken spiritual reason within your mind. I'm going to say it again. Vain imaginations darken spiritual reason within your mind. You can't, you, you can't Reason spiritually with vain imaginations. Because that which is flesh is flesh, and that which is spirit is spirit. All right? I, I hope you can see that. So what understanding should you walk in? The answer is, you ought to walk in the scripture. You ought to walk in the gospel truth. Put the word on it. Can't go wrong. And watch this, when God speaks to you, and here's what you need to know. When God speaks to you, he speaks to you spirit to spirit, not spirit to mind. I, I, I need y'all to catch that. When God speaks to you, he speaks to you spirit to spirit, not spirit to mind. Let me back it up here because, first of all, when God speaks to us, our mind cannot, cannot even comprehend what he's trying to say to us. That could be the problem. Some of y'all have been trying to figure God out with your mind. You've been trying to figure out what he's been trying to tell you with your mind. God don't speak. Uh, let me say it again. He speaks to us spirit to spirit, not spirit to mind. Okay? Now, not, 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 wait, wait, wait. In contrast, when the devil speaks to us, he speaks to you spirit to emotions. Uh-oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he speaks. He speaks to you spirit to emotions or spirit to imaginations. And, and, and that's how the voice of the enemy attacks. Okay? Because he's talking to your emotions. Y'all know how emotional we can be. Come on, 12 noon, we were laughing. 
6 o'clock, we was crying. Y'all know it. Come on, come on. Don't go there with me. And so, the, and since the devil know that, he speaks to your emotions. How, how did that? He did that with Eve in the Garden of Eden. He'll do the same thing with us. But watch this. God, when he speaks, he speaks with knowing. Uh-oh. Knowing. Not wondering. God wants to speak to what you know, not what you wonder. Ah, that was good. That was real good. I'm going to say it again. God speaks to what you know, not what you wonder. Because if you are wondering then you are entertaining an imagination. Think about it. If you're wondering, <clears throat> Job, I know in whom, Paul, I know in whom I believe. I know. He's not wondering. Because if he was wondering, then he'd be imagining different things that he could be believing in. You must know the things of God by the witness of the Spirit of God and the written word of God. Some things you just got to know. All right, these two, spirit and word, always agree. I'm going to say it again. My time's almost up. Spirit and word always agree. Spirit and word always agree. Spirit and word always agree. When the Spirit of God speaks to you, you are never going to wonder what God's doing. Uh-oh. God, I'm just wondering what you're trying to do in my life. No, you haven't gotten it yet. You haven't gotten it. You ain't got to wonder. Because when the Spirit of God speaks to you, you're not going to wonder what God's doing. You are going to know what he's doing. This might be tight, but it's right. The God of this world, the little G-O-D of this world, wants you to wonder so he can get you to host vain imaginations. He wants you to wonder. And if you do, watch this. Faithless questions, doubt, and fear torments. You may think you do not fit and even begin to lose your identity. When the devil gets through, imaginations like spattered nail polish can stain your spiritual understanding while alienating you from the life that is in Christ Jesus. Imaginations attempt to separate you from the love and the life of Christ. When Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it. More abundantly. Let me get ready to wrap it up. If you are living out vain imaginations, you will be alienated from Christ's truth because the what ifs, the what ifs, there we go again, the what ifs, that imaginations release set you on the wrong track with your life. You can't live by what if. Stop it. What if I lose my job? What if I die? What if? You can't live like that. Don't live on what if. Stop it. Somebody put in the chat. Stop it right now. Put that in there. Stop it right now. I don't want nobody from this night forward to be what if. Just what if. The devil brings torment to your mind with the what ifs. Vain imaginations that are not cast down are dangerous. Avoid them at all costs. Do not allow them to steal your destiny. Take them prisoner with the word of God and cast them down when they try to attack you. Cast it down. How do I cast it down? I'm done. How do I cast it down? I cast it down with the word of God. That's how you pull down them strongholds. Put the word. When the devil making you feel sad, 
Uh-uh. Devil, you alive. I'm not going to be sad. I'm going to get glad. Put the word on it. Okay. When you're frustrated, put the word. Cast your cares upon the Lord. Stop quoting it. Start doing it. I'll give you, wait, 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 wait. I'll keep you in perfect peace. If you keep your what? Mind stayed on him. God will give you peace. If, well, why are you watching the news? You can have peace. Even if you do have to evacuate, grab your stuff and have peace. Come on. If you lose your job, have peace. Somebody say, easier said than done, pastor. Well, just depends. If you're in the word, if you're in the word, stay in the word. Don't entertain vain imaginations. Don't entertain it. Don't entertain it. Bring it into captivity through the blood of Jesus Christ. And watch, watch what happens. You'll be able to go to sleep at night. You'll be able to go to sleep at night because you won't be wondering, what if? What if? You're staying up all night. What if my car don't start in the morning? Go to sleep. Wait and see if it's going to start. <laughs> <laughs> you watching the clock to see whether or not it's going to start or not. You done lost a whole night of sleep. If it starts, it starts. If it don't, handle it then. All right? But don't let vain imaginations, vain reasoning, don't reason, don't try to reason within yourself. Don't. Let's not try to counsel our own selves. <laughs> Amen. But I mean, you know, he's a great counselor and we give him praise. You know, next week, I'm not done, but next week I'm going to finish. I'm, I'm done tonight. Next week, we're going to deal with spiritual st uh, stability. I want to deal with that. Spiritual stability. Some folks, some folk, we want to see how strong we really are. Amen. Amen. Because it's one thing to talk it, but it's another thing to really be strong and to be stable. Next week, we're going to talk about spiritual stability. I want to deal with that. And then I'm going to talk about think on these. I'll give you some stuff to think about, think on, that'll help us. All right, so that when, when, when these imaginations come to our minds, what do I replace it with? I'm, I'm going to help us next week to, to give us some things to replace it with, according to the word of God. Amen. All right. God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much for your patience tonight. I appreciate your patience and signing on and putting it in the chat. And I can't quite see who all's on, but whoever's on, what a blessing to have you. Now I can. What a blessing to have you on. And hopefully that everybody's doing well and that um, everybody's doing fine.